not, not quite my tempo. I'm going to make him an offer, Captain. What's up, everybody? We're back. We're we live were- once again. We were on a break, as Cody has said to me now twice in the last 24 hours. Uh, welcome back. It's Multiplex Loves Movies, number 70. We are live once again. It's very exciting. And uh, today, why recap everything that happened over the last three weeks? Because that would take too long. Stuff happened. Movies are playing in theaters. You saw some movies at home. Maybe you saw them in the theater. I don't fucking know. But Christmas happened. It was a magical time. We'll start with Caleb Coho. Caleb, how are you? How were your holidays? Uh, my holidays were happy, and I had a good time. Uh, I I had I had I had a I had a break uh, because I put myself through working on a thing that you guys are going to see in a couple weeks because that's all I care about and think about right now. Uh, but this has been a lot of fun. Uh, got to see a lot of fun movies at the end of the year. It was There's a lot of movies that came out at the end of the year that I got to pick up on. That was fun. So, And there are more to come. Uh, we will next move to Maggie. Maggie, mm-hmm. welcome back to the show. How were your holidays and why do you hate the British people who say Happy Christmas? <laughs> I just find British people in general quite strange, and I don't understand the way that they are, but I feel like they feel the same about us, so it's fine. And I forget what the first question was. How was it the holidays? The holidays yeah. were fine. They they were what they I heard, were. I heard your husband got wasted. Yeah, I guess. I don't know which time are you talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Because there were multiple times. Cody, we are officially doing a live video on Multiplex Entertainment. I think this is the first live one back. And we are no longer. I'm disappointed with everybody. We're not on a break anymore, buddy. How are your holidays? How are you? Uh, I'm still on a break till Sunday. Uh, I've just decided to be nice and join the show. Um, They're fine. Um, Holidays now more for my kids than they are really for me. So. Seeing them excited, they got a trampoline, so they're and then and then it snowed, so they haven't used a trampoline. But it's been it was fun. It was a fun time. I got to see some cool movies. Uh, My doggos are fine. Uh, Yeah. So we all saw some new movies. Uh, Is there anything that anybody saw that really, really stood out? Whether it was an older movie that you saw for the first time over the holidays, or something that. that was a new release. Like for me, like I still haven't seen Nomadland, the father. Um, I haven't seen any of the small acts movies yet. Like I still want to watch all those. There's a few 2020 ones that I haven't seen yet. Uh, but movies uh, Hamilton. Uh, so uh, it's a TV yeah, show and I stand by it. Small acts that's is a fine. TV show. That's fine. Um, but anyway, so like for me, uh, the one that I saw over the holidays that came out a few weeks ago before Christmas that I is now my favorite movie of the year, Sound of Metal. That movie floored me. 
And I also saw Soul, which I loved as well, which was my number one. And then I saw Sound of Metal like a week later, and I loved that movie so much. So that's probably the one that I saw over the holidays that I loved the most. Maggie, what about you? Yeah, we were talking about it right before we went live, but we saw Promising Young Woman last week. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Eve. And I thought that movie was awesome. I loved that movie. If I I thought about making a 2020 list, but I realized that I really haven't seen enough movies to make it worth it. And that movies that I'd be uncomfortable being in my top 10 would be in my top 10. So I'm not going to make a 2020 list. But if I did, that movie would probably be number one right now. All right. Uh, Cody, what about you? You're muted. 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 Um, new year, new year, same me. Um, I would say, um, soul because I mean, it came out and thing, but I watched a movie today that I thought was really dope. It's Carlito's way. Um, it's with Al Pacino and Sean Penn. I think that movie is crazy good. It's what Scarface should be. It's really, I have not seen it. Check it out. uh, You will love it. I love the Pacino. It is right up your alley. It is directly streaming somewhere. No, no, yeah. it is on stars, but I don't think it's stars. Stars is low key. Uh, but Tyler Butler has stars, so then yes, it's on stars. Watch it. Okay, uh, Cole, what about you? Uh, I saw uh, I saw Nomadland. I saw a bunch of stuff, but the one that I, I was really like excited about was News of the World. Um, that was a movie that I had like no expectations for. Just went to see uh, and uh, floored me. Uh, I thought it was really fun. Uh, it was a good time. There's a lot of different moments in there that I think are like really well done. Uh, it's shot really well. I, I, I think at the end of the day, I really like Paul Greengrass. Like Paul Greengrass as a director, I think he just hits with me and I just I need to dive into his stuff more. Um, but yeah, News of the World was was hella fun. It's like a fun Western guy trying to get this girl home story. Uh, and it's, it's really well done. Um, and it features a guy who made a movie earlier this year that I also really like called The Climb. Michelangelo Covino is just in it for no reason. Uh, so I was like, that's cool. Maggie got motion yeah. sickness on the news of the world ride. That's true uh, because the, he can't really hold a camera steady it seems. Yeah, but uh, no, that movie, uh, yeah, fun fact. Uh, Tom Hanks has now appeared in two Paul Greengrass films and in both films, he's a captain. So uh, I did. I did watch the trailer and say, "Oh my god, that was hilarious!" Yeah. I just wanted the girl in the trailer to like, "You're the captain now." You are the captain. Uh, like, I'm the captain now. Like, I would have loved that part. But yeah, him and his shaky cam is something like he's picked up from Born Ultimate, like the Born movies, right, and he just carried it through. There's a lot of like really wide. There's a lot of like really wide angle like shots that they do or aerial that are like really cool. It's shot by the guy who did Pirates of the Caribbean, so I love it. Darius Wolski is one of my favorites. Anyway, oh yeah, no, uh, the movie is actually in it. I honestly didn't really notice the shaky cam. Maggie was the one who pointed it out, and then after she pointed it out, I was like, yeah, you're right. There was (laughs) there was a little bit of shaky cam in there, Uh, but I I also like Paul Greengrass. Uh, I said I told Maggie after we saw it, News of the World was probably the 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 best movie that I've seen in a while that I probably will never watch again. I thought it was really really good, and Tom Hanks is great in it, but I don't think I will ever see it again in my life. Um, I'm seeing it tomorrow, and my theater has that or The Marksman, so I'm gonna go see that. Uh, between the two westerns, I always choose News of the World. Uh, the Marksman, yes, coming uh, to theaters very soon. Uh, we are also getting that one, and uh, oof, 
it looks rough. Uh, that's another Liam Neeson movie. Uh, so, who boy. Uh, Adelaide, this is not where you sign up for the fandom free-for-all. Um, ha, 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 ha. Okay, so what Bloody we are joke. going to do is we're going to kind of deep dive into Wonder Woman 1984. We all saw it. I think we all saw it on Christmas. I think all of us oh, yeah. watched it. Maggie and I saw it on Christmas Eve, and I think both of you, Jan, did you, Co, did you go to a theater? Did you do HBO? Uh, I went to my AMC. Okay, so Cody, you did HBO, though, correct? So the rest of us saw it in the theater. Um, so we're going to just kind of deep dive overall, just kind of like our experience with the movie, and then actually like dig into the movie a little bit and like what our overall thoughts are. Um, I'll start off my overall thoughts. Uh, I walked out of it. It was very much a not to okay so this is gonna sound very harsh i walked out of it kind of like the rise of skywalker the first time i saw the rise of skywalker i said to myself this is great i love it and then every time i watch that movie i like it less and less i still like it a lot of people hate it but my score has lowered for it over time it was the same thing with wonder woman i've only seen it one time but a day maybe two days after i saw it i said to myself i can't think of a single moment in that movie that stands out there's not a single moment in wonder woman 1984 that wasn't in the trailer that i think is a cool moment in the movie to me i think the movie is fine i think the first one is far more superior far more entertaining those are my overall thoughts on the movie um and again like i said we saw it in the theater on christmas eve there were some technical issues at the theater as well so that kind of also put a damper on the beginning of the start of the movie but it is what it is uh coho we'll go to you actually we'll go to cody next cody you watched it on hbo max on christmas did you watch it alone with your wife with your kids who'd you watch and uh what are your overall thoughts on the movie so i always lead with this is i do not like the dcu um, there is one movie that I actually like. I wouldn't even consider a love. Like I would never pop it in over any other superhero movie. Shazam's the only one that's ever topped that. I think there are like good movies throughout it. Like I think Wonder Woman is a good, fine movie from them. From them, I think um, Aquaman is good, fine. It's it 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 fits the uh, superhero stuff. I just felt like this entire movie was a CW episode for an 151 minutes. I felt like there was nothing in there original raising the bar um, that stands out to me that like the movie's so long and at the end of the day it kind of feels pointless to even have it. And that's what I felt the entire time watching it. I was waiting for something but you, I, I've said this before. I feel like I'm always hard to watch a superhero movie that is an unstoppable force, basically. I don't think that's why Hulk movies work. Like, Superman movies don't interest me because they'll they'll be taken down, but at the end of the day, they'll still rise back, get all their powers back, and destroy whoever's in front of them. You know how it ends. So it just wasn't that movie. Like, I just felt very bored throughout it. And the CGI is still still terrible. Terrible. Uh, funny fact, uh, Cody was watching it at home. Uh, we were we were messaging back and forth at one point. And this is spoilers, obviously. Like I said, we're going full into spoilers here. Cody messages me at one point and goes, okay. She losing her powers because of the fucking wish. 
And I was like, yes, Cody. And he goes, so if Chris Pine goes away, then she's – if Chris Pine goes away, she's just going to be fine. And I was like, yes, Cody. And he goes, dumb. And I was I, like, I think my exact quote is, "I'm you're meaning to tell me that this woman went across no man's land in World War One and took no bullet damage, and this woman is getting shot by guards with the worst reflexes in the entire world." <laughs> I was quite upset. Yeah, Coho, uh, I think you are on the more positive side of things overall. Yeah. Let's get your overall thoughts. Yeah, uh, I thought it was pretty good. It was fun. Um, when it comes to blockbusters, it's nice to have one. Um, it's a comic book movie. Like, I mean that in the honest respect, this is run of the mill. Like everything that comes up in this movie feels very standard comic book movie. Um, I think that Maxwell Lord is my favorite part of this entire movie. I think Pedro Pascal is doing a really good job at the character he's playing. He's having a blast in every scene. I love watching him play that role. Um, and I thought the way that they wrote him and his arc was made a lot of sense. It was actually is like how his story ends uh, made, made me uh, touched, uh, heartwarmed me a little bit. Uh, but um, as a whole, this felt like we were watching a director's cut of a movie that we haven't seen the theatrical cut for. Um, like it just felt like it was like a lot of stuff that doesn't necessarily need to be in this movie. I like seeing it because I liked what I, I just kind of liked what was going on. Uh, but like you could cut a good 45 minutes out of this movie, make it shorter, make it tighter. Um, and it would be better. There's ways to improve it. Um, but on the whole, uh, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I had a fun time. I enjoyed it. Uh, there's problems with it, but on the whole fun time. Uh, Maggie, what about you? Yeah. So with very low expectations, I did not like any of the trailers, really. Um, and when you tell me movies two and a half hours, you better earn that two and a half hours. And uh, they did not in any way do that, which was kind of sad. I I just have this problem. Okay, this is overall thoughts. We're not taking it. Sorry. No, overall, go ahead. Go ahead. It's just like I have a problem with movies where prequels, basically, where we know where it's going. Like, all of this stuff happens and it's like how has this not affected the world in the future that we've seen like the world was like on fire in this movie for like 24 hours but that's fine not a big deal like everyone remembers like that like that would change the course of history and that things would not go the way that it is in justice league basically and so that really frustrates me i didn't think that the first Wonder Woman had that problem because it didn't try to change history where this movie really did. I agree with Coho a lot where I definitely think Pedro Pascal was the MVP of this movie. Um, and in general, I just think that bringing Chris Pine back was a mistake. And because the whole point of this movie was her trying to like let go of him. But then in Justice League, all she's doing is fucking talking about him still. And that drives me crazy. Like she like whatever lesson other than truth that she was supposed to learn in this movie, she didn't learn in the future. She forgot or whatever. I just overall <laughs> thought it was dumb. I really did. I really wanted to like it because I, I really liked the first Wonder Woman. It's probably my favorite DCU movie. And so I was really bummed that this really just was a massive CGI mess that made no sense. But I saw Pedro's face for two and a half hours. So that's always a 
One thing I want to address, was it a CGI mess? So, so there, yes, the CGI was a mess. There's like no action and set pieces That's in this true. movie. Yeah. There's no memorable action beats in this entire movie to me. The, the tr truck chase, I will give you a little bit, but the cheetah fight in the White House I thought was boring um which we haven't even touched on cheetah at all and barbara at all i thought the cheetah fight at the end was terrible i thought the uh thing with maxwell lord at the end with the static is touching him so he yeah. can touch everyone that's a bunch of bullshit uh cody what are you thinking oh okay so what uh, my thing is i think i think the I hate I hate the expression because it's a blockbuster and we got a blockbuster, but this one is the most un. This doesn't feel like a blockbuster at all across the board. There's no like, and I I love the the arguments of people like say you just hate this because it's DC. No, I like I, I hate it because it's a bad movie in my opinion. Uh, and I I'm tired of I'm tired. It's hard. It's it's how I describe it. It's really hard to play in the same ballpark as a major league baseball team when you're a minor league team right now, what you're putting out MCU puts out a movie out the multiple times and have failed very little of times. And DC, you have put out so many movies and have failed numerous times across the board. I just wish a giant reset would happen because I'm with you. The cheetah fight was terrible. They put the dark, they put the last fight in the dark when she became the cheetah because the CGI was ass and they knew it was ass and they couldn't, they apparently they don't know how to do CGI to save their lives. And that fight, they try to cover it up with the dark. And she, I don't know how, I don't know comics. I don't know anything. Maybe that gold fucking suit she wears at the end is supposed to be iconic or something. But guess what? You can't barely tell what she's wearing because it's literally in the dark of night. And I think it's so stupid and so wasted. And this whole thing with Chris Pine coming back was complete bullshit to me. She let go of him in the first one. It drew, it drew real emotion from everybody because Diane actually felt that loss. And then to bring him back for this entire movie and to do the stupid humor, like, oh, he's not from this time. We'll do the Chris Evan Captain America thing. Like, what? They're doing things with technology? Well, it's the they're, reverse of the first they're movie. They're doing the same yeah. thing as the first movie, just reverse. Yes. Let's, let's get into, before we... <laughs> this is funny. Sorry. Gold suit is dumb. I just like the simplicity of that. <laughs> let's get into... I, thought I, was geek I was geeking out when it showed up. I'll I don't know. about gold suit? Are you talking about, like... The, like, the wings. The wings. The end. Oh. At the end. The one that she's wearing. For some reason, I thought you were talking about Cheetah, and I was like... Bolton, I couldn't tell either one. It just mixed together. No, I what? liked her gold suit. I, I thought it for the gold suit. I know, but like, why put it out? Why put it in the dark of night? Like, sure. that would be a no, more. I feel like, that. That whole scene doesn't anything. The gold the suit has no purpose in a movie with no action because that suit is worn by her in the middle of a war with Themyscira and the entire planet. It's like a really cool suit for a really cool So she story. puts it on the face of Cat. She, yeah, so she no. puts it on the face, Tina. It makes no sense why it's in this movie, but I was like hype when it showed up. That's something what? I need somebody to explain to me too. But we'll talk about oh, Cheetah. Gotcha. So yeah, we'll 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 go back to Cheetah because I have thoughts about that. But I want to get into Chris Pine just because like <laughs> Nazario. I'm not gonna put your comments on screen because you used a bad word. But uh, yes, you are correct. I am fine. Yeah, I didn't even think about yeah. that. He's no, he's right, and that was what Big I was. Gonna, that's what I'm gonna bring up. I agree with Malcolm. 
Um, I am fine with them bringing back Chris Pine if it makes sense for a good story. And this didn't make sense. Uh, so uh, if if they had said they could have made the the exact same plot line with Chris Pine of her making the wish, he comes back and then she has to let go of him to get her powers back. They could have done the exact same thing if he was just Steve Trevor. But instead they decided we're going to put Steve Trevor inside this other person. So his soul into this other man, Steve is literally living inside this person and Diana, a very uh, positive figure about yes, truth and honor and all this stuff is totally okay with the fact that this man who might have a girlfriend, maybe has a family he's supposed to look after, uh, whatever, um, is just... That man has disappeared from his life for 72 hours. Some would say fucking problematic. Yes, it's supremely problematic. Um, and the I fact don't know that- why they just didn't bring him right. back yes. in his own body the fact yes. that none and the fact that none of the characters especially diana have a problem with that is so strange yeah. to me it was a super weird decision that was so easily avoidable because i think all four of us here and most people if all of a sudden he was just back and it was because of the wish we all would have been like okay because literally Walls come out of the earth. Nukes come out from nowhere. So the wishes clearly create things from thin air, but they don't create a human from thin air. They put his soul into another. It was super confusing and weird. I thought Chris Pine was good in the movie, but that whole thing is weird. Let's talk amongst ourselves. What do we think? Um, I think my... I really like the wishes plot line. Like when it first came up, I was like, that's kind of dumb. But then I thought about it more. I'm like, actually kind of like it. The more I think about it, I kind of like that. That's basically just a superpower in this world that comes from a rock. Like I kind of like it. I don't know. I enjoyed that. Uh, But I think that the Steve Trevor coming back is yeah, you hit it on the head. I think it's just unnecessary. I think there's a way to do this story without Steve ever coming back in this movie except maybe in flashbacks or even in like one scene where she imagines seeing him or something like you can tell this story without steve trevor and it's better and i think there's a smarter way to do it that they just didn't think very hard about like i'm trying to think of a movie but i feel like there's definitely movies where like the hero sees somebody with them the whole time just because you know they're a part of who they are and like he could have just been in her head to be in the movie and i probably would have liked that better than this stupid wish him in a different person's body thing i didn't mind the comedy of the reverse of the other one where he's like experiencing the new world and like I appreciate it as a woman that they made, they did the whole dress up sequence with him. I think that was pretty funny, but I just, it really just dragged down the movie. Like the whole thing was already like way too like heavy in like the sense of like, there's just so much going on, I feel like. And then that just like totally added to it and made it worse. Like I love Chris Pine and I love their chemistry. It was just very, yeah. yeah. They're great together. And that's, I think, the thing I love the most about the first one 
which is why I was excited about him coming back because I think they are yeah. honestly great together. Uh, Cody, what about you? You you look like you're about to have a fucking aneurysm. <laughs> so, so one, I, respect Kohal. He wants. I think the Rock fucking wish thing was one of the dumbest things. Yeah, ever, I in agree the with Cody. I thought it was pretty fucking I stupid. I was just wanting to ram one back to Chris uh, Steve Trevor for a second. When they switched bodies, when they did the body thing, I rewound that thing three times and say, please don't tell me they're going in this direction that they're taking this and they went there and i was like okay i well, only that's... see you or whatever I said, yeah that that's problematic but too with the whole wish thing and everything like coming out like i think pedro Pascal is like probably if you give him more roles i think he's going to be one of the best actors working today he does so well with his emotions and his face i think he is nowhere near the problem the fact that he picks up a fucking rock and says a wish and knows exactly what it is and does the exact thing to become this thing drove me absolutely bonkers in this movie. I, I just felt like this is kind of like a studio that knows they're in trouble and basically goes, what was the one, one of the positive notes? Wonder Woman. We're going to put Wonder Woman back in there. They went to the shoot without a plan in mind whatsoever. Because I'm with Maggie. Because I keep forgetting this is 1984, right? This mm -hmm. isn't after the events of Justice League. This isn't after mm -hmm. the events. This is this is literally we've already seen the Diana of the time that we're living in, mm -hmm. and none of this stuff even made plans into any of the stuff that happens in the future. She doesn't have any reference. She talks about Steve Trevor. She doesn't even talk about any like. There's no moment of 1984. I got to be back with him for 72 hours. She still thinks of World War One times. Right. This adding a Steve Trevor was just a literal, I think Chris Pine signed two Warner Brother movie contracts and had to be a part of this. They had to add him into this and it was such a wasted waste. She's fine. There's no issue with that. I have no problem with that. But they recycled the same jokes, just put it on to a different person and threw it out there and said, oh, it's Diana again. You're gonna like it, aren't you? No, I'm not. I think it's. I think it was a complete waste. So, the, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I think the big reason why is obviously, yeah, they have no plan. But also, I think no one wants to fucking connect to any of the things we've done already that Snyder has made. And I don't think fair. anyone wants to be touching Justice League. They want to make their movies, and that's why the new plan they have is asinine. But it might work in theory in the sense of like just everything exists in this multiverse and you pick what you like and that's your canon. I think oh, that's going to work well. But the issue, the issue right. I have with that, the issue I have with that, they have not fully broken that down for us in film. Yeah. We are film nerds that watch that, read that stuff and know that thing. But for the general public, that's they still is. think that this is tying into Justice League. They're yeah. going towards just. I'm just saying. I want. I know they're going towards it, or whatever the case may be. I've said this numerous times. I need the giant hit reset button. I don't care that Gal Gadot is great as Wonder Woman, or Jason Momoa is fine as Aquaman, or Zachary Levi is fine as Shazam. This is a convoluted mess that they've got themselves into. That they are connecting it, or they used to connect it. You can't just say, mm, "Not happening anymore." That's not how any of this works. You can't just assume that we're going to be okay. That you're not going to run into Ben Affleck's Batman later. Like it's a weird, it's a weird thing to go on. Something I just thought about that, like Cody mentioned before, that would have totally worked. Granted, I still wouldn't have liked the movie. I still wouldn't have liked the movie, but. They could have set this movie post Justice League 
and done something similar. So, like, if, um, let me say, like, Man of Steel, the end of Man of Steel. A lot of people got up in arms because he destroys he destroys Metropolis. Man, 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 get over yourself. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, what you don't like that? Oh, I I, I hate Man of Steel with, with a burning passion. Oh well, that, I, yeah, no, I get that. I was, anyway, I'm saying he destroys Metropolis. A lot of people were pissed. Beginning of BVS, they address it. That was a problem. Yeah, people were mad about it in the in the continuity of the film. Whether or not you like those movies, they did that, and that makes sense. Wouldn't have it made sense if all of these events happened in 2020? And then Wonder Woman 3, Diana's dealing with repercussions of the fact that the world is now kind of fucked. Right. Or maybe your Justice League 2 is something to do with that or something. They could have set this in today, in present time, in a post-Justice League world, mm-hmm. and it still would have made sense. And maybe you could have had an appearance of a uh, maybe not a Batman, but you could have had a cyborg show up to help at the end or something right. in a Captain America Winter Soldier type of uh, type of way. And I would have been totally fine with that. I don't think I still would have liked the movie, but it could have been set. The same movie could have existed today in today's timeline, and there wouldn't have been an issue. There's also a lot more people in the Wonder Woman universe that are interesting characters that are ripe for film that we have not even sniffed the existence of yet and it's like oh yeah we're gonna bring in these people and it's like oh okay like my other thing i don't want to shift off our topic but i'll talk about a pedro pascal thing in a bit uh but like yeah when it comes to the setting makes no sense when it comes to even the usage of certain characters no it doesn't entirely make sense um it's a very flawed movie, uh, inherently. To answer Spence's question, I would say no. Like, I get the whole thing is that it's because there was overconsumption in the 80s, but there's overconsumption now. Like, it's right. not different. You could have done the same thing now. The whole point of, I think, putting it in the 80s was just that they wanted to have the style and they wanted to play on this whole narrative with everyone in media making things in the 80s because that's all they think all that's all that studio executives think that people want now for some reason because stranger things was successful and whatever else and it's fucking dumb i agree with tim that this should have been set present day the other thing that i think was one of the first things when we walked out of the theater was i was like so in justice league literally no one knows about wonder woman but yet she talked to every single person in the world in this movie. They, could they all heard her, her voice. They couldn't see her. Them. Whatever. But they were, you think that they'd be like, who is this strange voice talking to literally everyone? You think that maybe they would have tried to figure that out? But no, it's they just let that all go. It just Doesn't she get in a fucking no fight with the, in the White House? Right. Like, you don't think there's they, a defense? They would know. There's not a defense plan put into place that this woman with a sword and a, a, a sheet, a, like a lasso, can fucking tell them. They were like <sighs> talking about how there's sightings of this strange person, but that just like goes away between now and Justice League. That doesn't well between now and BVS even like that doesn't make any sense to me. Like I. I feel like it would have been so much better if they had done it now because clearly she's finally ready to do something. But like, I felt like that was part of the whole thing in BBS is that she wasn't ready to be a superhero necessarily in like the way that Superman and Batman are. And now she was, but yet she's been doing all this other very public, not wearing a mask, any type of deal. And it, it was just very, it's all. My, very 
<laughs> the second thing I want to say is, so they've announced that they're doing this multiple worlds thing. Nothing's ever told us that Diana's on a different world than the t- or the timeline that we're set in. I don't think so, they've they've officially they announced enough. that. Okay, no. but I just think they're just trying thing, to distance it. So my, uh, well, the thing with that, and I think the '80s setting was one of the dumbest things possible because talk about just setting it in 1984, but not doing enough 1984 that makes any like actual reference or anything. It's just like, oh, here's a little reference here, and here's a little reference, and do you see oh, their pants? Do you see what they're doing? Like, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, w- Sorry, one thing. No, one thing with just like before we move on to like Pedro, and then the we got to talk about Cheetah. A little bit. Um, one of the things that bothers me so much about this whole like world ending stuff that we've been talking about the whole time is dun dun dun, what is it? Um, so the thing that bothers me so much about it is if they had done something where like I don't know how you make this work in the movie, but the wish thing I agree is dumb, but let's say when that you relink you uh what is the word they use when you uh when you I renounce my wish. I renounce my wish mm-hmm. when you renounce your wish if you forget that that wish happened. That doesn't work for Diana, but they could make some bullshit up about her Amazonian way. powers made her remember. But everybody oh. else who's but everybody literally mm-hmm. remembers yeah. everything. And like Maggie was saying that nobody's talking about this. Countries, Russia and the United States were literally had nukes in the air. And then the bombs disappear and they're just like. Let's move on, I guess. I guess everything's fine. We'll move on like nothing happened. Russia was about to shoot a nuke at you. What are you talking about? So like that's super concerning because it's like. Everybody remembers literally everything. So that guy who says drop dead, his like girlfriend or wife or whatever remembers dropping dead. Like it's just, it's kind of, it's so problematic, Cody. Sorry. You talked about like powers and stuff like that. You want to talk about a power and fan service bullshit. I was about to bring it up. up. Yeah. If you want to bring it up, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. It's fucking dumb. The invisible jet thing is the most oh, fan service. Oh, that's not what I was going to bring up. Oh, the most. Well, I I liked it. I, I did a coffee cup and I couldn't find it, but now I'm going to do it. Turn a whole fucking jet invisible. Kiss my ass. That's I fun. understand that's our <laughs> those are powers and stuff. That is such bullshit and fan service stuff. Well, we ha- what did we do? We did the lasso troop. We done the sword. We done the. Where's the fucking jet? Okay, she's going to turn this one that they need it the most. It's so. Just out of place and stupid. Like, so can't find that coffee cup. I was wanting to. I don't have hair, but I wanted to rip it out and just punch my head. I I enjoyed it. It's not good. Of course you did. It, it was fun. I mean, like, just I, as a fan, it was fun to have the invisible jet there for a scene. Listen, Coho, I'm going to be honest with you. DC is like a girlfriend that keeps freaking cheating on you. Leave her. DC is terrible and rude and, and does terrible things to you over and over and over again. And I you're love justifying you. her. You don't know her like I do. She's special. <laughs> She's sweet. She, she loves me. She makes me Coco. She I, I'm is gonna be literally right screwing the universe right now. Leave last fact that I don't need. Uh, no, DC. I like DC Comics as a whole. Like the books and everything are really great. Um, but anyway, what I was gonna say, flying. the flying. Yeah. 
her oh, flying. I thought that was the best scene in the movie, to be completely honest with you. I thought it was really stupid. Here are my problems with bad. here are my problems with that moment. The green screen is terrible. <laughs> terrible. Um, and I'm fine with I, I don't know a lot about Wonder Woman comics. Co she can fly in the comics. Yes. That is that is a power that she actually has. So I'm when did she pick that up? Uh nineteen seventy-one. No, she picked it up. Like, when oh. does she like pick oh, actually, it up? Like, when her, yeah, not like what first comment. Yeah. What uh, is she doing? Like, on top of a mountain, leaping off and seeing if she can do it. Like, I don't no understand idea. how she. All no, I, no idea. They don't explain it very well. But like, her being able to finally like fly is a really cool moment for me. The 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 other the other thing I have a problem with in that in that scene is the fact that. And this is a nitpicky thing. Most people won't notice this, and I didn't even notice it until actually my friend Tyler pointed it out to me. You have Hans Zimmer. You have Hans Zimmer as your composer. Yeah. And you're not letting him compose what most people are arguing is the best scene in the movie. The music used in that scene is from a film called Sunshine which has also been reused in multiple other films. And if I pulled up the music, you guys would all go, oh, I know that, because it's been used in many trailers, many different movies, and I didn't even notice. So most people probably won't, but Tyler pointed it out to me, and now I can't unhear it when I'm working, and I see it. It bothers me. Um, so that's just another nitpicky thing. I think the scene itself, I get what they're going for, but it was it felt out of place to me. But I do like the connection that it had, like with Steve. I think that's a good moment. Like, I think that moment of like him explaining how he can just like how he feels flying, like that connection with her, I think it's cool. Uh, but then Maggie, once again, in all of her beautiful wisdom, pointed out to me, why couldn't she fly in Justice League? Didn't she fly in Justice League? No. Why would she have she flown? She really far, but she never flew like that. That's ever. weird then. Yeah, I, 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 once again, as you can tell, I don't fucking like Justice Like, League. what the hell? Yeah, BVS is just jumping too. Yeah, you're true. Right. That's true. I think if someone she, tells she, me she different, she like I mean, in, in BVS gets more of a pass because she just flies out of the sky. So we don't know if she was That's jumping true. or like she just appears. That's, That's fair. I thought she was with you. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, if she flies at any point in one of those movies, you should, yeah, definitely point it out because I don't think it's true. And I feel like that's an important power that maybe she should have used, but just throwing that out there. All right. That's all. She was about to use the commercial <laughs> play. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Albert just fucking dumped all these movies from downtown. Holy Albert, shit. Albert just was it Turkish Air or what? Yeah, he just fucking slayed wow. Warner Brothers. Wow. Oh my god, that's <laughs> so good. She was about to use a commercial airplane. That's so true. All right, God let's damn get, it, they suck. So we have gotten into Pedro a little bit. Um, I will say the wish to become the uh, the wish rock thing, the thing that like looks like the crystals from Atlantis. Uh, I don't remember, but uh, yeah, like okay, I saw where it was going, like like thirty minutes before it happened. Mm -hmm. um, I think the the logic of the wishes is pretty weird uh and i i'm sure it can be explained to me 
Uh, but the logic of the Diana takes the stone or takes the wish, the stone, and wishes for Steve back, so she loses her powers. That makes sense to me. That those rules, I don't think it's. I don't think. I, one second. I don't think it is cool, but it makes sense. Those rules yeah. happened, and they made sense to me. The same thing with Barbara. She wishes to be like Diana, so she starts getting powers and stuff, but then loses the personality, the thing she valued the most. That makes sense to me. Yeah. So why can Pedro then just choose what he? Because takes? he's the stone. He gets to make the choice. I see. Okay. I, that was, that was also, not clear to me. It's also the reason why he allows Cheetah to get a second wish because she's right, helping him. He gets to decide. Yeah. He's in charge and of all this power. Yeah. Yeah. That's also true. Like, I feel that's like her true. kindness and truth and her personality were. Which would have made more way more sense to the theme of the movie, too. Right. You're right. Yeah. yeah um, it's all dumb. My biggest thing about Maxwell Lord being in this movie is why the fuck is this Maxwell Lord? Because I Maxwell know. Lord does not have these powers. Maxwell Lord is a telepath who can make people do whatever he wants with his mind. And he is killed by Wonder Woman during the infinite crisis because he takes Superman's mind over and he forces Diana to make the choice. You have to kill Superman or kill me. And so Maxwell Lord gets his neck snapped by Wonder Woman and she loses a part of herself. It's like a major thing. So I was like, cool. We're going to do that? That would be really awesome. And then he's a genie. <laughs> and that's not who he is. And the thing is, like, there are characters that you can use who have abilities similar. There's, like, Abracadabra, who's, like, a magician that can make whatever he wants happen. Like, there's characters in this realm that you can use that, where that would make sense. I don't fucking know why it's Maxwell Lord. Well, I think they did a good thing with him. I like it, but that's not Maxwell Lord. Well, even Maxwell Lord has been, because like I didn't know that he was a telepath, but um, Maxwell Lord was on, I think it was season two of Arrow. He was kind of, other than Deathstroke, was like the main villain of season two of Arrow. I, and I thought he was. Know that. What? I believe you, but I just don't remember I that. I think part. he is. Yeah, it's been a long like, time. I'll I'll show you afterwards. He wore that like weird looking mask thing, and it again, it wasn't like the comic books. Um, but I'll, I'll pull it up in a minute. Um, but he, uh, but obviously that was completely different than like the source material as well. So like you can do things with characters, right? But, like this was just a little. Uh, oh no, that's what it was. It was that's Girl. why I don't remember that. Well, I was gonna say, that's why <laughs> I never watched Supergirl. I want to, but I've never seen it. Not Arrow. Okay, so that yes, thank you guys. I knew I saw it on a CW show somewhere. It was like they used him somewhere. And now I'm trying to remember how that went. I'm going to look it up while you guys are talking. Uh, let's move on to fucking Cheetah. Let's get into this. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give my few points because now I actually really want to know. I remember the Maxwell Lord thing from Supergirl. Um, my thing with Barbara, I like I said earlier, I don't read the Wonder Woman comic. I never have read the Wonder Woman comics. But the only villain I know is Cheetah. That's the only one I've known about. Right. Is, a, is the Wonder Woman, the main Wonder Woman villain. <laughs> and I uh, thought she was terrible. I thought Kristen Wiig was very good. I thought she was very good given what she had. And I want to see her in more roles like this. And I hope, because they didn't kill her off, 
they can somehow find a way to redeem themselves and have her be a villain in the third one. But I don't know how you do that because the third one's, I would hope, I would please hope takes place in present day. Please, God, don't make it take place in the early 2000s. Like, I swear to God. Um, but I thought that she was just completely underutilized. They threw her in because they needed her to fight someone that was not Maxwell Lord. They needed her to fight someone with powers. And I felt like that totally undermined a cool thing they were setting up. I liked what they were setting up with her and it just, it didn't pay off. Uh, but again, I think Kristen Wiig was really good. Um, but again, if you're going to, if you're going to be, this might be really, I, I don't know if I'm like a crazy person. I'll let Maggie go next and tell me to shut up. This movie's all about just like, yes, female power. Yes. And you're taking the female villain and just pushing her to the wayside for Maxwell Lord. And you're, taking all of the feelings of uh, of Diana, like Maggie said earlier, and pushing them to the wayside to bring back Steve Trevor. It just, it, it felt icky to me. It felt icky that we were just like focusing on like the men when it should have been about Barbara and Diana. That's what I wanted out of this movie. I wanted a Barbara and Diana clash, and I don't feel like I got that. Maggie, what do you think? No, I, I agree with that. I didn't realize it until I saw some article that mentioned that. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And I totally agree that, like, I don't know a lot about Wonder Woman, but Cheetah is the thing that I know. And the way that they were setting it up at the beginning really seemed like there could have been something there. And it really just fizzled out because it became about Steve and it became about Max. So that is what it is. Like you said, they didn't kill her off. So I just hope that she comes back somehow and we can really get a Diana versus Cheetah type movie with no other bullshit. Um, but we'll see. I know Coho probably has lots of thoughts and maybe and too. she also doesn't need to look like a fucking Cheetah. Like I get that that's in the comics, that's but true. like it um, look terrible. The thing with Cheetah is that there are three Cheetahs in the comics and one wears a Cheetah like suit. Uh, and does not actually become a cheetah, but she just wears a cheetah like outfit and like a Batman, be. maybe. Sure, it kind of like a Batman, a little less. It's a little bit less. They've toned it down a lot. It used to just straight up be like a cat woman suit, but it was a cheetah print. Um, yeah. and then like in the 2000s, they made it more like clothing y, but she still like got powers and shit. The yeah. one they chose is Cheetah 2, who is an archaeologist, just like she is in this. Uh, but she finds a thing that turns her into a cheetah like that it's like some ancient thingy that like ends up turning her into a cheetah and she just becomes that the third one is some dude who does the same thing and he's just a really muscular version of it uh and they kill him off fast because he sucks uh but um cheetah as a character is very comic booky i get it uh i think that she was i think cheetah as a character worked really well until they physically turned her into a cheetah like when she physically becomes the cheetah that she's supposed to be for comic book reasons, it starts to get weird and I'm not into it. I just didn't like it. It looked bad. But I think Kristen Wig with like leopard accented uh outfit uh and the 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 um black circles around her eyes, I think that looked really good. I thought that that was a smart idea because you can stay true to that character without physically turning her into a fucking cheetah. <laughs> um but yeah. I, I thought she was okay. I, I like Kristen Wig a lot. I like Nazario's pitch here. We ne she never, she never, we never saw her renounce her wish. Right. Uh, 
the reason she's not a real cheetah any, anymore is because Maxwell renounced his. So, uh, Cody, what do you think about the whole cheetah thing? You're, you're rolling your eyes like nobody's business. No one can explain to me why a cat can compete with a, the Amazon of Wonder Woman. I don't. Okay, now she can fly. Drop her off in space. She's done. I, I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand the. Take her to the veterinary and put her down. I don't get the entire thing of this entire cat. That is why is Batman able to fight a clown? Listen, Batman sets up that kind of weird world already, right? And I guess maybe all the other villains in DC just suck. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't name anybody outside the Batman Rogues Gallery that actually sounds interesting whatsoever. Um, oh, good Batman. Yeah. Oh, Batman is a Batman villain. Sorry. Because, you you know, all those Doomsday and Steppenwolf look so cool. Um, Okay, so uh, listen, Cheetah is a really dumb character for me. I don't care if she has the same powers as her, blah, blah, blah. She has the same powers and she got whooped pretty easily. So I don't know. Maybe she didn't get like the version one. She got the version one of Diana's powers instead of version two. Or she's waiting for an upgrade. Because either way, she got handled pretty quick in that the first fight so maybe she goes and trains in the amazon and becomes a better fighter other than that i think it's the movie already sets up where it's going to go she's not going to be able to contain like beat her we even saw most of the fight in the trailer if we're being honest the trailer it was not fight, a long fight no. it was not a long fight the cat got put down pretty quickly so if this is the main villain of wonder woman then maybe she's like the incredible hulk and, or captain marvel and just needs to show up for bits and pieces i don't know if that's true but that's what it's seeming like right now because if this is the main villain i don't know where we go from here that is interesting or without a team and i do not care dc boy you can't explain to me about a villain that makes sense because they can't even put good ones to screen at this point so um yeah so i don't i don't understand a cheetah thing at all I was going to say Searce uh, is basically completely magic and has fucking killed Wonder Woman before. So I think she... Okay, would... well, they're not going to kill her in comics, in the movies, so that's interesting. But uh, wasn't Ares one of them? Ares is a antillary Wonder Woman villain, but yes. Hey, actually, next one, I would really like the next one to just be a villain that doesn't require CGI to make that villain happen, because they cannot do that. Um, the name of the villain from DC. Maybe Patty Jenkins just can't work with CGI. I'm not sure, or does it, I don't know, or doesn't have the right team. But something's wrong with that because Nazario, Do you mean Lobo? Yeah, I think he does. Okay, because he's not. I'm, yeah. Okay. I, I I'm just. I'm very. I. I'm very. I do not know DC very well. I know like Batman and stuff like that, but like the villains that you name, like, are just not. I don't know much outside that actually makes sense or raise the popularity that makes well, sense. I can't wait till we get to Flash villains because those are fucking dope. I love Flash. There's a gorilla villains. in that one. I know that. So that gorilla gorilla Gron- 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 yeah. they're, really, they're really great with animals. I'm so happy for um, them. So the the I think so the main thing here, I think, if we're being honest, is it's the quality of the movie you make. It really is because there is a villain, and granted, what it what. No, I just Desario explained it to me, and I know who he's talking about. Who is he talking about? Uh, he's talking about um, what's his fucking name? Deathstorm, I think. Uh, Firestorm's villain, fucking Flaming Head. Yes, I know who you're talking about. There are so many villains in the MCU movies that are not popular, known to the public characters. True. That are done well and are now very, very popular, or at least uh, recognizable, in the sense like Kate Blanchett in Thor Ragnarok. 
That movie's announced. I have no idea who that character is. Hella socks in the books. And yeah. now they made a cool, badass villain that I like. But DC's just not doing that. They're not making a movie about a character. They're not making characters that I like. So it, it's just bring back, bring back Ocean Master. That was that dude was. Cool. Hell yes, he should just be the villain in all of the movies. I love Patrick that. All of the Justice League in their own movies. I'm just waiting for a family leader to call himself Ocean Master. That'll be the day. Ocean. I just can't wait for Black Manta to be the main villain because that villain is a- he's good. Black Manta is actually a really cool villain. You could told me the cheetah's good. They can't do it. They they there's somebody wrong in the team. That's not CGI. He's just a costume. I I know, but you can't tell like of I don't know a villain. I'll okay. For example, what was the one from Shazam? Terrible. Savannah. Mark Strong is awful. Mark Strong's great in that part. The mo- he's good, but the, the Mark Strong is acting very the well in that part. It's terribly written. It's very one note. We've seen this a million times. Savannah's I'm the bad guy, and I throw you out the window. Cool. Sorry, I think Mark Strong has played that character in fan movies at least. <laughs> the thing is, there's a lot of DC villains that haven't gotten a great shake in movies yet because we haven't tried yet. There's a lot of really good villains that I can't. How many to. shots do you? So here's a real question that I have for the whole panel: How many shots do you give the DCEU to like get it right before people stop caring about these movies? Because I don't before care. this, so so before this, I thought, man, what a stupid move for not moving this to theaters. But at this point, like, I kind of like I I don't I still think they should go to the theaters. Don't get me wrong, but like they they must have saw the writing on the walls too. They're not. They're not stupid that they partnered with the deal and made some money while they could. They sold it on the name. They didn't sell it on the quality of film. I'm just saying, how many strikeouts do we get? Like, I didn't even want to want to watch Wonder Woman '84. The only reason I watched it because I have HBO Max and I was like, give it a shot. You know, I need to watch another movie for the year. But like, I already don't care about this. But soon, I'm just not going to watch them. I'm just not going to watch them anymore. Uh, is Mark Strong's second best DC villain. His Sinestro was dope, but he didn't even get to be Sinestro yet. He didn't do shit. No. Because he's not the villain in that movie. The next, If they made what him movie? the villain in the next one. Green Lantern. Yeah, in Green Lantern 2, you make Sinestro the main villain. That villain is dope. Sinestro is a really <laughs> great character. If only they made a good Lantern 1 for that to be possible. It was written by the CW, you guys. I can't help it. The same it. studio that came off of the Dark Knight trilogy and had the highest if Batman was ever hot the hottest he's ever been it was in that point of that character being in the public eye and then they failed to do two of the biggest superheroes ever and that's just that's terrifying right now I'm hoping Batman brings it back like I know there's different sides but like I'm just fully I'm fully yeah let's let's pray that out. Matt Reeves uh Cody trailer there's one thing that three out of the four of us can all agree on that DC does well. Send in the clowns. Send in. That's not even part of the DC. Exactly. It is now. <laughs> DC Matthew, baby, it all happened. And no. None of it happened at the same time. No. 
That's their plan. It all happened, and there will happened. still be. You act there, like they have a plan, and you send them board. There will still no, be two categories said. in fandom. We're not combining shit. I'm not. That's not what I'm arguing. I'm just saying it all happened in one thing. Now we're not the schmodown. We're not combining. No, but if the studio doesn't, if, if they start, if they start bringing over some connected universe, I think you might need to consider. Michael Keaton is. They are Michael Keaton in the plan. Batman. Okay, then I think they're connected at this point. Oh my God! Let's move. Let's let's we're, wrap this shit we've up. Are, we've already we're made the decision. If Thomas Jane shows up in the MCU, I'm just saying. Jake Simmons is in the MCU. As oh, the character. Literally, all of the Spider Men are gonna be in the new Spider Man movie. I'm with you, Nazario. I'm with you. Categories. That's what I'm talking about. No, what, just movie? stop. Which movie's worse than Justice League? Uh, I forgot. I think you stopped about Green Lantern. Green Lantern does suck. I like I love the characters of Green Lantern. That movie's bad. Uh, but anyway, uh, guys, I think that's gonna do it for us. As you can see, <laughs> three of us were kind of woof. Uh, I started out as mad, now I'm feeling woof. But I am gonna. I do plan on rewatching the movie because I have only seen it one time. I'm gonna watch it for fandom anyway, um, and we'll watch it again and see you know maybe maybe it'll improve i doubt it but uh who knows and uh yeah that's gonna do it for us today we'll be back next week same time 90 est who knows what we're talking about we're probably gonna talk about the news the news is probably on the horizon but guys uh yls is still pre-recorded tomorrow top 100 we're at the 40 to 30 40 to 31, next week is 31 to 20, and then we are live, baby. Yeah, so back to being live in a couple weeks. But yeah, still pre-recorded tomorrow. And then uh, the next big multiplex thing, like uh, I said, this show will still be on Tuesdays. And then YLS is still going to be rocking on Wednesdays with the pre-records and the lives. But the next big thing you guys have to look forward to is going to be on the 29th. I believe I have that date correct. Uh, the 29th is going to be the Warzone free-for-all. It's going to kick off our season. The following week on the 5th, we will have the Fandom Fights free-for-all. So two free-for-alls, back-to-back weeks. Um, you will see all four of these smiling faces at some point during those videos, I would imagine. No, nope. I retire Oh, from Maggie, all of it. No, it. I quit. I'm done. I'm out. Uh, I, renounce I renounce my wish. I renounce my wish. There we go. Uh, um, Maggie's you... not in the war zone, and Cody will just be backstage. But uh, those are coming to you the 29th and the 5th. Then that following Monday, the 8th of February, we will be back into the rotation of things. If you want to sign up for the free for all, message Timberkala. He likes to be messaged like late at night. Just blow up his phone and say, Hey, I really like to be in the free for all. And what number? 2 a.m. Your time. 2 a.m. Whatever your time you're in, hit up. Actually, make it like 8 a.m. He's not a morning person, so we'll do that. <laughs> He's learning to put his phone on Do Not Disturb, though, so it's it's getting better. Damn straight. So, yeah, I guys. Have, I have his number. <laughs> I will make phone calls. Oh, yeah, contact me if you need his number. I got that, too. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <God. laughs> no. Um, so, anyway, yes, 29th and 5th free-for-alls. Then we'll be back into the full swing of things, but you guys can enjoy this show and YLS over the next few weeks. Check out the podcast feed uh, because Brooklyn just posted the t- top 2020 song list thing. Part de. So those are up. And uh, yeah, we'll be back very soon with everything in the full rotation. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next week. Drive unsafe and drink your Michelob Ultras. You're still here? 
it's over. She's out of our hair And just when I dare to care She says, au contraire You're my pair of friends I love you <laughs> Keep it together, man!